Welcome, welcome once again to 720 and 720. This is John Schulman, and once again, uh, for all you young coaches, men and women, do we have a treat today. He's a lot better on a podcast than if we were doing a video, uh, because I've seen him and looked at him, and it's not it's not the greatest thing at him. Uh, but let me just tell you something. For what this guy is doing uh, for young coaches is incredible, and it's phenomenal, and it's fantastic. Adam Gordon, welcome to 720 and 720. Thank you. What an introduction. Thanks, John. I'm, it was I'm big time, wasn't it? Be here. Well, it was like, great. No, honestly, John, I really appreciate you having me. I, uh, I'm a fan of your podcast. I've listened to several of them. And uh, I'm honored to be on. Well, if you're a true fan, you would listen to all of them. So that's disappointing, Adam. So listen, that- yeah, I haven't listened to all of them. <laughs> I'm not that big of a fan. but All right, so let's go through, before we go to Rising Coaches, let's go through your grind as a college coach. Tell me where you started, how you started, and then we're going to kind of segue into that with, with Rising Coaches. I started as a manager at the University of Tampa. I knew I wanted to coach from about the time I was about 15 or 16, and I wanted to try to play first. So I was gonna, I was gonna try to walk on. I was clueless. I thought, let me find a <laughs> Division two, a really, really good Division two. Surely I'll be able to walk on there. And so I looked at the top ten Division twos in 2001, and it was uh, University of Minnesota Mankato. I said, no thanks. South Dakota State, D2 at the time. Nope. Then I saw University of Tampa. I said, that sounds good. Let's go there. Wow. And uh, that's basically how it worked. I went out there, tried to walk on, um, but I wanted to be a part of a winning program uh, regardless. Didn't make the team. Signed up as a manager the next day, and that's how I got started. Well, okay. I, I w- let me throw this, in, and hopefully we got a bunch of young coaches listening. It, it There is no certain way to get to the top i mean you don't listen i i worked for jeff lebo he was the number one player in the country coming out in 1984 all right that's one way um uh, lawrence frank was a really good friend of mine lawrence frank is now the president of the la clippers and um really he's got the longest winning streak as a brand new head coach he was with the nets and i think he won his first 15 games as a head coach in the NBA, Lawrence Frank was a manager at Indiana. Um, Will Wade—I know Will's had some craziness lately, um, but but he was a head coach and is still is a head coach at LSU. He was a manager in high school, manager in college, and worked his way up. It doesn't matter if you were a great player, good player, average player, manager, GA. It doesn't matter. There's no certain way, correct or incorrect, Adam. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I think what matters, John, is uh, if you can, and a lot of this is luck, but if you can get around some great mentors at a young age and be around some really good coaches, I, to me, that's more important than, you know, what path and, you know, because there is no there's no set path and everyone's got a different road there. Well, okay, so you went from mentor Richard Smith at Tampa uh, the to, best. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I went to his basketball camp when I was 13 years old at, at Vanderbilt. So I've known Coach Smith. He doesn't know me, but I've known Coach Smith for a long, long, long time. Um, but, okay, so so Tampa to where? So let me just tell you real quick about Coach Schmidt because most people don't know him. He was a, a Kentucky high school legend, won, I think, four straight state championships, 
And then that's not really important up in Kentucky, is it? Is that important in Kentucky? No, that's not a big deal. <laughs> it's not a big deal there. Um, he was an assistant at Virginia, head coach of Vanderbilt. Uh, was there for two years, pissed a bunch of people off. Uh, even though they they won, I think they won 18 games. He got fired and started the program at University of Tampa in 1981. And one of my first games there as a, as a freshman manager, 30 seconds into the game, stands up, calls the ref a cheater, and gets tossed. Yes, yeah, I mean he is the he's a legend. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> uh, All right, so yeah, I worked for Coach Schmidt for four years and. Got really, really lucky, and as soon as I graduated, got an assistant coaching job for Tim Ryan at Central Florida Community College. Now it's called the College of Central Florida, but uh, really lucked into that position, and that was awesome. Junior college level was amazing. For two years, I did everything. Assistant coach in practice, I did the weights, I taped ankles, I was running around getting food for the guys. Schools were coming in, recruiting our players all the time. Uh, it was an unbelievable experience. I loved every second of it. It probably took four years off the end of my life because I think every year you spend a JUCO, you lose two. But it was well worth it. Uh, l- let me throw something out for young coaches or managers or somebody wanting to try to get in. If you go the junior college route, number one, you get unbelievable experience. Two, you get great re- recruiting experience because you're on the road recruiting. You get great coaching experience because they don't have a big enough staff who you're going to have to coach. It, but the the major thing is you you get the contacts too and the connections because all these four year guys are coming into your place recruiting your kids. So you get it on both ends. I think. Tell me. I mean, am I right or wrong? You're right. You're right. It was great. And this is how stupid I was, John. I when. Coach Ryan called me. He said, come up, check out our, our campus, and uh, see if this is something you want to do. I wasn't going to go. I was going to skip the interview because I was too good for JUCO. <laughs> Here I was, a manager at a Division two school. I thought I was going to get a GA spot at Duke. And and the assistant coach, thank God, Mark Olson, the assistant coach of Tampa, told me to get my ass in my car and get up there. <laughs> and uh, I took that job. It was the best thing I ever did. We all need we all need a Mark Wilson in our life. We all need someone to just say, come on, man, what are you doing? All right, so you spent you spent two years at Central Florida. Two years there. And then, uh, again, got, got lucky. Tim Ryan was good friends with Josh Pastorino, who was the assistant coach at Clemson. And, and the two of them got me hooked up with the GA spot there at Clemson. I uh, worked for Oliver Purnell for two years there. He left in the middle of the night, went to DePaul, and uh, Brad Brownell got hired, and I stayed on an extra year with him. Um, then went to Northern Colorado for a year, then Mississippi State, and then uh, Southeast Missouri four years ago. Uh, that That is um, – you've been with some good people, man. You've been with some really quality people, but – once again, let's let's talk about how on earth you go from Central Florida uh, Community College, probably at that. At, at, I know they've changed a bunch of names uh, to Clemson. How on earth? And you just said it. You you did it because your boss knew uh, someone there, and all of a sudden you're at Clemson, correct? Yeah, my, Tim Ryan is from Clearwater, Florida, or he lives in Clearwater, Florida, uh, and raised his kids there for a long time. Josh Pastorino is a Clearwater legend. And uh, Tim Tim's sons played AAU basketball with with Josh's uh, brothers, 
and that's how they got to know each other. They're they're very close friends, and it just kind of helped me out and, and hooked me up with that job. When I got there, you know, I'm thinking this is my first crack at Division One basketball. Um, I'm in the ACC. This is amazing. And, and just going back to your point about coaching at the junior college level, I couldn't have been more prepared for that job had I gone any other route. I mean, there was nothing I hadn't seen at Clemson. There was nothing at Clemson that I hadn't seen in my two years at College Central Florida. Um, it was it was awesome. That was a whole different level, and it was it was really fun to be around. Um, but I was I felt super prepared. Well, I, I will say this. All right, so you're not ju- juiced up, kind of going into to the to the junior college world. But I will tell you this, and I'll tell all young coaches or whoever that out there listen. If you'd have done a crap job at Central Florida, he would not have put himself on the line and say, listen, man, Josh, you need to take this guy at Clemson. I mean, if if you'd have done a crap job, if you're too good to be where your feet are and you're too good to be there, then then you're going to do a crap job and, and you're stuck and you're screwed and you're out of coaching. Correct? Incorrect? Yeah, absolutely. You got to you gotta do your job. You got to do it well. And I loved every second of it. I mean – I had that attitude going in when I left that interview that day. I, I was so fired up to be a part of that program. And that's how you got to be no matter where you're at. Um, but I was just blown away by Tim Ryan, and he made he made it so much fun. Um, and I was just learning every single day and, and, you know, learning about my passion. So, Well, I still remember. I still remember I got, to, I got my offer. <laughs> I was 23 years old, and I got my offer – for my first hit, my first job is to go to Wofford College to work for no money, but be called a full time assistant. That was the offer. Um, listen, man, That's we want dream. that we want you to come to to Wofford Division Two uh, to be an assistant coach. You're not going to make any money, uh, but if you go recruiting, we'll, we'll give you expenses. And I was like, you mean I get to do this? I remember. Rem- I remember going down Church Street, heading back to to East Tennessee, stopping at a at a payphone, and and calling my mom and saying, "Mom, I, I'm I'm a college assistant," and and it, it was I mean we had no cell phones back in the day now, and so I stopped. I remember just it was at a Pizza Hut, stopping right there. So I remember that, and and that's that's what's great about the journey. And for all young coaches or managers, whoever out there, Dobos, video, it, it's a, it's the journey. It, it's not about the, the destination's okay. It's the journey that makes it really fun. And you need guys uh, like you've had along the way, Adam, and like I had along the way to help push us in the right direction, which goes right into what your passion is, and it's rising coaches. And, and that's why all these young people, golly, I didn't, I got lucky. And it sounds like you got lucky. Today, these young kids don't have to get as lucky because you're out there advocating for them and you're out there working for them. So talk to us about your new passion. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's We've had it 10 years, so I don't know how, how new it is. I feel old, John. Well, um, I well, used to be one of these guys coming up trying to, trying to get a break. And, um, you know, it's nice to – like if we had an organization like Rising Coaches when I was coming up, it would have really helped. But it's nice to be able to give back and have this resource available. But, but Rising Coaches is something we started from the video room, a.k.a. the storage closet at Clemson. <laughs> uh, myself and Andy Farrell, who was the video coordinator there. Um, you know, we used to sit 
every year and read the list of the top the top 30 under 30 coaches and the list of the invites to Villa seven. And that was a huge deal. And now they got the list of the people invited to college consortium. And those are all great programs. I've never been on any list. John. I'm not a list guy. Were you ever on any, any list like that? The only list I, I was on was the waiting list. Yeah. I was on a, a couple <laughs> bad lists, but, but the naughty list or whatever, but no, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So we used to sit there and we said, you know what, we need to put something together for everybody else. You know, there's only 30 people get invited to this thing. There's there's way more of us than there are of them. Well, like we, you always say. Yeah, we've talked about that. We there's way more managers and and the common folk out there than there are the you know to, to pick on Lebo, the number one player in the country. There's only one of those. You know, it's such this this business is so competitive, and there's so many more qualified coaches than there are jobs. So we thought we would get together uh, and hang out, get to know each other, talk basketball, maybe learn from some great coaches along the way. But really just a just the opportunity for us to get together and, and you know, be a support group for each other. Um, that's kinda how it started. We we kinda leaked word on Hoop Dirt. We put a thing out there on Hoop Dirt saying that we're gonna hold a conference in Vegas in July, right before the AAU period. And we didn't know what was gonna happen. I thought you know, worst case scenario, me and Andy and a couple other friends will be in Vegas for a few days. Not a bad, not a bad, you know, backup plan. And we put that thing on hoop dirt and 30 minutes later, my phone rang and it was a number that I, I didn't know. I answered it. It was Adam Cohen, who was the video coordinator at USC at the time. This guy now is the associate head coach at Stanford, by the way, but just a random call. He said, Hey, I saw what you guys are doing on hoop dirt. That looks awesome. I'll be there. I can't wait. I'll, I'll spread the word, bring some friends. <laughs> and I kept getting phone calls like that the next few days. And that first conference was, was really magical. It was unbelievable. We had about 32 of us uh, in a conference room at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino in Vegas. Uh, and we had, because all the coaches were out there recruiting anyways yeah. for the AAU period, yeah. they all swung by and spoke. Buzz Williams came by, Steve Lavin. Brad Brownell or Grant. I mean, it was an unbelievable, you know, for something we just kind of scrapped together. Um, it was unbelievable. So and really, really, thing, you started with three guys. You started with three. You yeah, started well, with three. Started, with, started it was two. your. It was, started, it was just me and Andy, and then we put word out there and get you know, like I said, then people just started jumping in and and took ownership and made it their own, and that's what's so great about it is, you know. I don't, I don't own rising coaches. Everybody does. Everybody that's been a part of it, you know, takes ownership, and it's something that's helped them. So now they they all want to give back to it. Mike Fly was there, Adam Cohen, Lucas McKay, um, and there's a bunch more. But those those were the guys that really early on, I think, saw the potential for it and uh, really embraced it. So you had 32 guys out in Vegas first summer. Yep, 32. And- and um, <laughs> I, I don't even want we'll, – we'll keep on going. But that was 10 years ago. That was 10 years <laughs> 10 year, ago, right? Yeah. 2010, yep. Uh, and, and you just kind of went for it. It was a needed idea. It was a good idea. All right, so that first time you had 32 and you went, man, this is pretty cool. What's, well, this is funny. Me and Andy had been talking about it. We've been talking about it all year. And uh, like I said, Oliver Purnell left in the middle of the night. It was the national championship game on Monday. The game ends. 
it's like 11:30. I'm watching all the, the all the interviews. Now it's around midnight, and all of a sudden, on the bottom of the the ESPN ticker, Oliver Purnell uh, signs seven year deal at DePaul. And so, just like that, this business is crazy. You go from making the NCAA tournament to being out of a job, and there I was out of a job. Um, and there was a transition period between him leaving, Brad Brownell coming in. I didn't know if Brad was going to keep me. So I said, hey, now's the time. <laughs> I'm out of work. Let's get this thing started. And that's that's kind of when we just decided to, to jump into the deep end and get this thing rolling. Well, what, I mean, okay, so so how did you get it rolling? What what I mean, you really kind of made it into a, a really a company. It was just word of mouth. You know, it was just word of mouth. Um, that's how we got the word out there. We had our first conference, and, you know, we did a good job. Andy did a great job of uh, publishing our notes. He took notes. He's a diligent note taker, and uh, he, did it, he put it together and emailed it out to everybody. I mean, everyone. Um, and just word spread. People loved the notes. That thing got spread around. It was on different websites. Um, and people talked about it and, you know, it just grew and grew and grew. We kept doing that. Um, then we added a final four party, which was a free event. You know, the one thing I've found, John, is if you have free food and beer, people <laughs> tend to show up. I gotcha. And we, we've been pretty consistent since, since day one of our organization that, that if nothing else, we do provide that. All right. Uh, I understand. I understand. How many, I mean, I'm just curious, how many guys did you have this final four? We had over 600. We had over 600, standing room only. Um, That's a little different than 32. That's a little different, yeah. Adam, than 32. It's really rewarding and pretty special to, to, to look out there and see all those guys, you know, lined up and, and waiting to come and be a part of it. Well, okay. Well, well okay. So before I'm going to say wh- why on earth do I want to be a part of it, g- give me your top two or three success stories. Oh, man, there's been so many. There's been so many. Like, like I said, uh, Adam Cohen, you know, was a video guy at USC at the time. Now he's associate head coach uh, at Stanford. Um, Mike Fly was the video guy at Florida State. Now he's the head coach of Florida Gulf Coast. He was at that first one. Brian Peterson was a GA at Iowa State. He just won his second national championship as a head coach at Kirkwood Community College, which is unbelievable. Um, there's so many, there's so many guys and, and we've been, we've been fortunate to help so many people get, you know, we don't get them jobs. We just help them along their path. We, we connect them with people. I think, I think people, I think the best part about our events and what we do, the speakers are great. The educational resources we have are great, but the best thing is you're hanging out with a bunch of guys trying to do the same thing you are. And you just never know who's going to help you in this business. You never know. It's not, it's not, you're not going to get where you're trying to go by sitting down and writing letters to coach K. You're just not, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to, the guys who you're hanging out with or sitting at the bar with, those guys are going to call you a couple of years from now and they're going to know about a place they may be able to help you out with. Uh, and uh, we to talk- me, that's the biggest value in what we do. We talk about that at Billis's camp. Everybody's trying to get no Billis. Don't worry about Billis. Worry about worry about hanging out with each other because two of you out of forty five in this room are going to be Division One head coaches. Who are those guys? Now I don't know who they are, but who are those buddies with those guys? 
and and all those deals are made. You know, I mean, all those deals are made at camp. You know, I sat there mm-hmm. at, at Furman's team camp way back in the day with a guy named Dave Conradi, and we were hanging out and having a blast together. And and we made a deal right there. Hey man, if you ever become a head coach, Division One, I, I want to go with you. All right, cool. Hey man, if I become one, you come with me. Cool. All right, great. Well, I won that battle. So I became a head Division One coach when I was thirty-seven. My first phone call was the guy I met at camp. I mean, that was that was the deals that you make, and that and that's that's why it's fun to be on the ground floor. That but you sent a guy to the league, did you not? Didn't you send a guy? He's working maybe. Uh, um, in the NBA, in some capacity, we've actually had a lot of guys cross over to the to the NBA. Um, yeah, Andy Birdsong is probably the biggest success story there. there well, there's a bunch, uh, but Andy Birdsong was a GA at Florida State. Now he's the uh, the assistant GM for the Spurs, which is a pretty big deal. Um, Brandon Bailey was a GA at DePaul. He's the head coach for the Boston Celtics G League team. Um, TJ Saint uh, has has been with several different organizations in the NBA. Brandon Rosenthal, who who is one of our uh, legacy members, and Brandon helps run us run the organization now. Is most recently with the Phoenix Suns. They obviously just got let go, but he'll be on another NBA staff too uh, very soon. So yeah, we've had a bunch kind of make that leap. It's kind of cool seeing the paths that everyone goes. You know, now having this organization for ten years, you really kind of look back. It's almost like we have different classes. Like looking at where all the 2010 class went, the 2012 class went. I was just kind of going through those lists the other day. It's pretty neat to see that. Well, I, I think you know, listening to what you do and kind of knowing what you do, um, especially like at a Final Four. Uh, I, I told you we've talked about it when I went to the Final Four for the first time. I, I like I didn't know where to go, what to do, who to see. I was freaking out, scared to death. Oh my God! There's Dean Smith. Oh my God! There's Coach K. I was running in the other direction. I didn't know what to do. Right. And and what you've done is you've given people like me. And there's remember there's a lot more of me than there are of of the Jeff Lebos of the world. You you gave you're giving a home to people like me. And and I yeah. think that that is so important. And and besides that, it's a it's a four letter word that I that I'm sitting here as you're talking. I'm going this. You give guys like me hope. So if I can get with you, you give me hope. No, you're not getting guys jobs, but you're opening up doors, and then i got to go get the job. But I just need someone to open up a door for me. I don't need someone That's to right. get me a job. I just need hope. And and you give hope, Adam, and I ain't going to lie to you. Hope uh, will drive a lot of people uh, forward because if you don't have hope, you got nothing. And, and so I, I will tell you this. Uh, well done with you and your crew because you give a lot of people hope that that probably wouldn't have any, just to be honest. Well, you know, every other profession has some sort of resource available to them. You know, if you want to be a doctor, you go to medical school. You want to be a lawyer, you go to law school. Um, if you want to be a teacher, there's there's all kinds of certifications you can go get. If you want to coach, you just got to – they just throw you in the deep end and tell you to figure it out. Like – I, I don't get that. I don't know why there's not more. And I think you're starting to see more resources pop up. But that's all we've tried to be is a, is a resource um, for guys who, who are trying to figure it out like all of us. Well, me and you are going to take care of that uh, that coaching thing. Um, and because, I, you know, and, and while I'm talking to you, I, I've, my life has changed a little bit. 
but it ain't congratulations it, well i pre is this I pre- your first is this your first podcast since becoming the head coach absolutely just uh, you're like my first recruit historic. i called uh, this yeah. is historic absolutely all right but but uh, you know we're still going to have the coaching box uh, even yeah. though I, I'm at UAH now, we're still going to have the coaching box. That's going to go on because now that yeah, I'm a head coach, important. if I just because I'm a head coach at UAH doesn't change my original thought is trying to help young coaches on the men and women's side. And remind me, we got to talk about the women's side too. Um, but but that's not going to change. And if and if you don't invite me to your rising coaches deal. You're still. When, when is your Rising Coaches Conference in, in Charlotte? Yeah, Rising Coaches uh, Conference. Well, first of all, we're going to be all over this summer. We're mobilizing, John. I'm excited. I'm so juiced. I've never been more excited about Rising Coaches than I am now because we are taking steps to be able to provide daily content and reach our membership. We're going to have a membership base. We're going to grow this thing out. We'll be in Chicago in a couple weeks. Um, and we will do a a pop up shop, just just an informal social in Chicago, uh, somewhere around May twenty second, twenty third, and we'll put info out on Twitter. Then we'll be in Austin, Texas, for Memorial Day weekend. Um, we're going to be in Orlando early part of June around the NACTA conference. We're going to have our first ever summer league social in Vegas around July seventh for the NBA summer league, and that would be great for anybody trying to make that jump from college to the NBA. Um, and then the big, our big event is our conference, which is July 19th through the 21st in Charlotte. And uh, registration info will be up soon. You go on there. It's a two-day event, two and a half days. And like I said, you're around like-minded people. We'll have unbelievable speakers. We feed you. We, we have a great time. Um, but what you're doing, John, with the coaching box is so important because you come to our conference – and you're going to meet a ton of people. You're going to double your network. You're going to listen to some great coaches speak. But you go to the coaching box, you're going to learn how to coach. You're going to put them through the ringer and actually teach these guys to blow a whistle, right? Oh, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to kill them. I they're, I mean, they're, they're, the, they're the ones at camp. I mean, that, that's you, what, you know. Uh, John, you got this phrase. I got I to gotta use your phrase. Are you going to rip their nuts? No, hey man, come on now. I didn't. Ne- <laughs> That's your, I, I love it. I, I That's never. My favorite phrase of yours. I, I never said that. Ever said that. But no. Hopefully, we're going. We're going to. We're going to hopefully teach young people how to really how to really coach. And and uh, you better now. The the coaching box really started because I'm hopefully going to do that deal at your place. Correct? Incorrect? Or am I uninvited now? Well, I don't know if you're. Big time head coach now. Can oh, you I, time for us? I, well, I got I got no time no. for you. No time for you're you. Gonna, you're going to give us a sneak peek at our conference. You're going to come Sunday, and we're actually going to get on the court for the first time ever. And you're going to give us a sneak peek of of what you're going to be doing at the coaching box. And you're going to get our guys out on the court. And I mean, here here's the deal. I hope I'm not speaking for you. No, I no, I no, I'm I'm dying to do it. But here's the deal. The the deal is like you're getting older. And we all have connections, and you get out there with some young people who who now have hope because of you, and and then all of a sudden, uh, we we really like uh, Tom, and we really like Cindy. I mean, the, I mean, Cindy's got a chance to be a high level. I mean, it don't take a brain surgeon um, to to see who's got it and who who and who really really wants it. And then what you do is you we know people, and listen. Uh, my girl Lauren Sumsky just went to Lipscomb. 
uh, I, I just got, got to know her, and she was phenomenal at what she did, and we just kind of opened up doors for her. And, and now all of a sudden she becomes an assistant, and I mean a head coach, and she needs assistance, and all of a sudden Cindy does a great job. Hey, Lauren, you need to talk to Cindy. That's all it takes is one person just stepping out there for you. And just because I'm like the new head coach at UAH doesn't mean that I'm going to stop doing that. Um, we're always going to continue. If you want to help people, you continue to help people. And now, you know, hopefully you, you can grow rising coaches to really help morons like me when I was, when I was, when I was going to my first Final Four and a guy just walked in here who went with me to my first Final Four, a guy named Dave Conradi. And, you know, at the, Hello, final, uh, at the Final Four – at the Final Four, you know, you wear your, your school shirt, you know. You wear your school outfit or your sweatshirt. I wore a Milwaukee Bucks NBA sweatshirt. And Conrad, he looked at me and went, what are you wearing? I was like, what? You, it's a basketball thing. You don't wear that? He was like, oh, that's fine. And I went out there that first time. He he, he let me go out there, and I look like a fool. because I, and, and so, you know, you're going to teach guys and, and young ladies and young guys how to do this. Talk to me about – on the women's side, are rising coaches just for men and men only? Are you male chauvinist pigs? What, what what are you trying to do over there, Adam? Rising coaches is open to everybody. It's open to everybody. And I'll tell you this, we've done a poor job, and this is my fault, and I apologize, but we have done a poor job of really establishing ourselves on the women's side. And the reason for that is I'm just, we're just not on the women's side. So I don't know as many people there, but – I, I want the women's side involved because I think we can help on that end too. Um, well, but the I, reason, like I said, that the reason this thing spread and started was just all through word of mouth. And so it was really easy for us to get that going uh, on the men's side. You know, I tried to do rising ADs too. I thought this, John, I was like, hey, if I help these ADs come up through their careers, that might be pretty good for me one day. But well, I couldn't get that thing spread either because that's not the world that I was in every single day. Um, I'm an ideas guy, John. I got I got outside the box. I know you got the coaching box. I'm all outside the box. Well, but, let, let uh, me tell you what you need to do, and, and and we'll find one together. Is you need to find a a a female in coaching who has the same ideas as you, because there are so so many. You know, there's so many bright young guys that that are going to be the next head coach here and there. It's the same thing on the women's side. When I when I started talking to this young lady, Lauren Sumsky. I was like, I was blown away. I mean, I was like, how old are you? And she was like, when I first started, she was like, I'm 25. I was like, you're 25? You're the head coach at Rhodes at 25? And then two years later, she's going to the NCAA tournament as a head Division three basketball coach at age 27. She is a head flipping Division one basketball coach at Lipscomb. She is 27 years old. African-American female at 27 years old, kicking tail, and she is going to kill it. And all she needed was a chance. And she is she is well-connected. And, and there's there are 100 Lauren Sumkeys out there who are dying to come to Rising Coaches and, and get noticed and get picked up and, and get, get seen just like Lauren did. And, and all of a sudden, their careers are changing. So I, I'm going to – I will – tell you this and i'll help you any way possible i really think uh there's some young females out there just like the young guys out there that are so sharp and so hungry and want hope just like we did when we were young 
Yeah, no, no question. And I'll tell you this, um, two years ago, we had our first ever event at the women's final four in Columbus, Ohio. And it was, it was awesome. Again, first event, we had about 75 young women there. Um, we had, we've had two female speakers, uh, from women's basketball. Melanie Balcom was phenomenal. Um, she was a former head coach at Xavier and Vanderbilt. Um, she was great. So we are, we're, we're making, we're making steps in that direction and, and please, uh, for, for female coaches that are trying to struggling with the same things that we're struggling on the men's side, lack of resources, lack of connection, uh, to your peers, we can help. We can help. Well, you're going to open up doors now. Now it looks like you're expanding in a big, gigantic way. You're starting to do more stuff in the summer. Uh, what 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 else you got on on the in the plans? Yeah, the biggest thing is so because we've all been hell bent on our own coaching careers. This is really operated kind of as a passion side project. Well, a couple years ago, we made the, the decision to start uh, organizing our infrastructure and we have taken some steps there and so pretty soon here by the end of the summer we're going to have a membership based organization so if you want to people always call me how do you be part of my rising coaches and i really never had a good answer for them other than just come to our events well we're going to change that so we're you can be a member um by the end of the summer we'll have that up and ready running ready to go as always it's going to be super affordable um and so now you can belong to our group. And then with that, we're going to provide, you're going to be able to reach our membership group on a daily basis with different content from X's and O's to, to articles on spotlighting some of our members to blogs on the best way to do whatever, team travel or, you know, the best, the best way to do individual workouts or, the, you know, whatever it may be. But we're going to be reaching our membership group every, every single day. And well, I mean, that's something I'm really excited to be able to do. So you're going to be a resource for all young coaches, absolutely, men and women's side. And 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 now all of a sudden I can be a member of it, and um and then I can get material. You need to hook up with Doug Brotherton at Fast Model because he's really good at what he does. You you need we need to just start collecting all of our people, putting them in there because what what you're going to do is you're going to do some really cool things. Um, and, and then they can come and check you out the, at, at both Final Fours because you're going to have to have a spot at both Final Fours. Um, yep. and, and now, all of a sudden, you're going to be – listen, at one time, I was the king of the common folk at the, at the, at the Final Four, as Lebo would say. Uh, and, and you're going to be the guy to, to help lead this next push because they, they need help. I needed help. You needed help. I got to help from – from Alan the Forest, you got the help from other different people along your way. Everybody needs help along the journey, and now you're going to be the one to really do it in a very sophisticated, uh, kind of organized way that 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 they've really never had. Just to be honest, it, this has never been done. I don't think you you need to hook up, and I'm we're going to do a podcast with Kyle uh, with with the with the managers. I guess he's that national coach basketball coaches managers association I, I i think i just kind of bought that up but it's really what it is uh but the managers are the ones that you know i told a big time business guy here in town uh in chattanooga i said if you want to be successful hire four-year walk-ons or or college basketball or college managers because they get no credit they get really no money 
and all they do is work their tail end off for the for the greater being a, a, for the greater good of the team, and and that's what you know. Last time I checked, that's what business owners want out there in this world, and so you need to hook up with them. You got something going, my friend. You got something exciting. Well, I appreciate it, and and just going back to what you said, you know, I'm excited to be able to to give back to the profession and, and try to just help people be a resource um, because coaching's hard enough. I mean, it's so hard, and, and it's not just me out there, you know, running this rising coaches train. It, like I said before, there's so many of us that help create this organization that are that are still really active and giving back to it and trying to help. Um, so it, it's something that we're excited about, we're passionate about, and the more people, the merrier. We want you to get involved. Well, okay, so so membership packages will be, you think, at the end of this summer? Yeah, by the conference. Conference is July 19th through the 21st in Charlotte. By then, m- membership will be up and ready to go. Where are you, where you going to do your conference in Charlotte? Uh, we are, that is to be determined. To All be right. determined. We we've hosted it in Indianapolis the last three years at Marion University. They were an unbelievable host. Um, they were excited to have us. It was really first class, top notch. So we're just working on securing our location in Charlotte. I got you. So that you'll be in Charlotte. You'll be in Charlotte. You'll be in Vegas early July. You'll be in Charlotte the middle of July, and then everybody can start signing up. Your Twitter, your, your Twitter is just uh, what rising coaches. They can find you on on your website yeah, and- twitter's our best you know our biggest platform that we do most of our communication through so that's the best place to find us you can just find us at rising coaches and uh we will have of our promotional material available out there and keep you posted on everything all the latest again we're going to be all over this summer we're going to be in chicago we're coming to austin texas we're going to be in las vegas for for those who are interested in being around the nba summer league and then we will be finally in Charlotte for our conference, which is our big event. That's the one. If you're starting out, if you're trying to figure out which one to start with, come to Charlotte. Come to Charlotte. Be there. Uh, it'll be great. You'll have a great experience. All right. Let me ask you. Okay. So if I'm a if I'm a college basketball manager, men and women's side, I can do this, right? Absolutely. I'm, if I'm a GA, I can do it. Correct. Yes. Dobo video it's, video it's guy. Back. Yeah, Dobo, video guy. We get we get everybody. We get division one assistants sign up and and sit in the sit in the stands. Okay, well and let take me notes. Okay, so NAI D two D three D one. It doesn't matter. JUCO. It doesn't matter. High school. That's high school, that's the one I was going to ask you. That's the one I was going. Yeah. If I'm a high school junior varsity high school coach, which actually I was a high school junior varsity coach. If I'm a high school JV coach, middle school coach, can I join the rising coaches? Yeah, high school, AAU, it doesn't matter. Come be a part of it. If you're interested in meeting like-minded people who love basketball and all they want to do is talk about how to become a better coach and what you're doing with their team, and that what come to Rising Coaches to be a part of it. There's no limits. You don't have to be at a certain level. Uh, you, anybody can come, open to everybody. Adam, I love you for what you're doing for those young coaches because I needed you. And thank God I had Alan the Force 
uh, to help me along the way. And now you're going to be everybody's out on the force because it is much needed. And you're going to uh, you're going to be coaching coaches and you're going to be impacting lives like you ain't ever seen. So you're going to have a lot of fun doing this because you're a good dude. You're a good guy. You don't look like a lot. You're much better on a podcast than a video. Um, I agree. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But let me just say, <laughs> what, what, what you're doing for young coaches on the men and women's side, and, and I, I'd love to help you. I'd love to be involved in, uh, because it's a lot of fun, and uh, you're going to really impact a lot of people. I mean, I really, really appreciate your time. You know, we need to do something. We need to do like another podcast when we're together uh, in Charlotte or do a little video and do a little podcast. We'll do something when we're in Charlotte together uh, in the middle of July. How about that? John, you know what I want to do? Let's do a. I want to do a call-in show. Andrew, Andrew's on here, right? Andrew's no, well, Andrew, Andrew's right in front engineer. of me. Yeah, my can sound we do a engineer. Call-in show. Can we do a call-in show? Hey, hold on a second, Andrew. Say I'm frustrated. Can we do a call-in show? With with this with rising coaches, can we do a call-in show? Are you have the capability of doing a call-in? We'll make it work. He said very simple. It's a good answer. We, he will make it work. And so yeah, we we'll co-host it. We'll, me and you, people call in. You know, they can talk about problems they're having with their team. They can talk about frustrations in their career, and we'll just try to help them. Um, I, you're you're onto something in a big way. Hey, Adam, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and thanks for your time, and thanks for what you're doing, and you're going to do a great job, and we're going to be there to support you every step of the way. And um, can't wait till the middle of July, but but we'll talk a lot soon, and good luck with everything. And like I said. Thank you from from the young John Shulman a long, long time ago. I wish I'd had you then, but I'm glad I got you now. Thank you, John. And, and again, congrats on the job at, at Alabama Huntsville. I know you're fired up to get back on the sidelines, and we can't wait to watch and support you guys. Well, I appreciate it, man. We're going to have a good time. Appreciate your time. Thanks again, and, and can't wait till the middle of July. We'll see you soon. Thank you.